This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. DJ Spider! This podcast is brought to you by BeatSource. BeatSource is the new digital music service for open format DJs. We are constantly innovating, changing the game. We've got BeatSource Link, which gives you the ability to DJ off the cloud uh, in some of your DJ software and hardware. We've got playlists constantly being updated every week, including the 20 playlists with 20 dope new songs picked by our music director, Kid Spin. A lot of stuff going on. If you want to try it, you want a free trial for 60 days, use our code, the 20. T-H-E-2-0, and you will get 60 days free. I think there's some other promotions going on with Mixcloud if you want to add on another month there too. But uh, use it and check it out and see if it's something that you could use in your DJ career. Um, I've been using it. I think you will enjoy it too. Uh, thank you guys, the listeners, all our loyal listeners, our beat sorcerers. Thank you for listening every week. Please make sure you rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. That helps us to grow, go up the charts, helps us to keep this show going. So thank you for the support. Uh, and also thank you to everybody that's been coming out to my shows, my live shows. Um, I appreciate it. I've been back on the road and I've seen you out there. So if you want to come out, I will be uh, this month at Las Vegas at Tau in Las Vegas on October 14th. I'll be in Atlantic City at HQ2 on October 21st, kicking off their open format Thursday nights. Um, I will be at Love and Propaganda, Love and Propaganda in San Francisco on October 29th, and then at Joy District in Chicago on October 30th. Uh, so come mess with me guys let me know what is going down i got more to come and you can check all my shows on my website djspider.com d-e-e-j-a-y-s-p-i-d-e-r.com or keep in touch with me on instagram at dj spider dj s-p-i-d-e-r let me know what you think and now on to our special guest the guest of the day we are taking things worldwide on this episode talking to someone in their hometown of accra ghana he is an amazing producer and DJ that makes Afro House, Afro Beats, and hip hop, just to name a few genres. But he can't be limited or put into a box because he can do anything, and he's been proving it. From working with legendary artists like Mr. Easy to Beyonce to Thames and so many other amazing artists, his music can be heard globally now, and it seems like it's just the beginning for him. Uh, his first beats were made, amazingly enough, on his friend's Sony Ericsson cell phone on the Music DJ app. So to hear how far he has come uh, now and what is coming in the future is incredible and really is a testament to hard work and manifestation, which is some stuff that we discuss on this podcast. I really enjoyed this conversation. I really enjoyed hanging out with him and getting to know him better, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So please give a warm welcome to Guilty Beats. It's the 20 podcast. We got Guilty Beats on the show today. Thank you for coming on the show. How are you feeling today? Good. I'm feeling good today. Today's been a calm chill, you know. I had some time for myself. I was able to create some vibes. So I'm feeling pretty good today. Because it's been a like tough last week and this week. A lot of up and downs. But this today has been like really nice. 
Yeah. Oh, great. I love to hear that. Got to have that calm, nice day. Um, where yeah. Where are you calling us from? I'm in Accra at the moment. Oh, you're in Accra I'm right in now? Ghana. In Ghana? Yeah, I'm in Ghana. I don't, yeah. Amazing. I want to learn. I'm in Ghana for a few days. That's I'll, so teach, f- I'll teach you some chi. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's, what's chi? I'm... Chi is a, a, a local language here. Oh, amazing. Like it's one, one of the local languages. Yeah, yeah. So cool. There's loads of them. Really? How many, how many local languages are there? I, I mean, so far I know about... I'm not, I can't speak them, but I know there's 10. Wow. But there's more than that. There's more like deeper ones that like you need like sub-dialects, sub-dialects. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is chi <laughs> is chi like the main one or? Yeah, chi and ga and ga are the main ones. Yeah, ga. Yeah. Okay. They're the main ones. Like chi is actually the one that if you know, you can actually communicate with pretty much everyone. Right. Because everyone kind of understands chi. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, I gotta know. So one day, if I make it out there, <laughs> I can communicate with people. What's what? what how do you like? What's the basic things in chi? Like just hello or thank you oh, or something. The, yeah. So thank you is medase. Okay, medase. Yeah, medase. Thank you. And how are you? Is etisen. Etisen. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Oh, you're good. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, and, at the and, and welcome. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just say hey, yeah. That's the response for that. Hey, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is so Amazing. If, if you want to say welcome, like like if someone like comes to your home or yeah, in your, like let's say I come to LA, you can just say Aquaba. Aquaba. Yeah, uh, and that's actually the name of one of your biggest songs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I see how you're doing it, <laughs> bringing it full circle. Because <laughs> um, I was listening to that song, I didn't realize that that was the word. So, so the song is called "Welcome." If you translated it to English, yeah. oh, yeah. that's so dope. Okay, I didn't. <laughs> Boom! I got it. Um, okay, Aquaba. That's so cool. Wow, and that's such a great song. I love it. I was listening to it last yeah. night. I had your playlist on last night of probably like all the songs you you produced or you were part Produce. of, and I was just going through them like while I was writing questions and learning about you and listening in the background. And I mean, so good, man. Like your music yeah, just thanks. brings this feeling, like good feeling, good vibes, good. I guess that welcome feeling, uh, you know what I mean? But it's, it, <laughs> you know, it, it is, it, it does welcome you in and make you feel like I want to learn more about this. I want to, f- I feel it immediately. The second you feel it, you just feel good. Um, mm-hmm. Is that something you go for in your music production? Yeah, that's mainly, I think, uh, yeah, groove and also the feeling has to be like when they, whenever they hear it, like, it hits them. Yeah, yeah. I, I try as much as possible to get that feeling of making sure that when people hear the songs, they, they feel what they're hearing. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that, that's important. That that's and also that's how people mm-hmm. remember things is by how they feel sometimes more than even 
remembering all the technical things that, you know, that, that's why we remember like a smell from our life or the sounds and how we felt more than how old we were, or where we were. Right. So if you put that into your music, that's kind of how you can create a long lasting legacy and yeah. timeless music. That beat, yeah, that beat or that song should remind them of a moment in their lives where they were so happy. You know, sometimes when songs yeah. come up and people are like, oh my God, those times were good in those days. Just, and they'll be like, oh, these times, life was good around these times. Just yes. Because they, the song reminds them of that time, how they felt at that time. So Yeah. It's yeah, like... It's, um, it's not easy to, to achieve, but you get it. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure. And music really plays that role. It's like a bookmark of time in our life in a way like we can think back in our life and relate especially as djs different periods of time related to the music whether it was music we were playing as djs or music we were listening to as music fans you it it, it makes those time periods in your life kind of yep yep, yep that's yep, so 100%. cool and right now, you are creating some amazing bookmarks and time periods in your life because, <laughs> I mean, you've already had so many cool music uh, production things from working with, you know, WizKid to Beyonce to, I mean, some Ooh. of the biggest people in the planet Earth. Um, not to mention, mm -hmm. uh, this week alone, I saw Thames was in Los Angeles playing at yeah. um i think it was the world famous henry fonda theater which is a big amazing place in hollywood uh i didn't get to go to the show but a lot of people i know did and i was watching all the instagram stories and it looked incredible and i know that you produced uh almost every song on her ep um i know you produced yeah. um, crazy <laughs> things and so how does that feel for you to watch her go and perform the music all around the world. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll stop by saying, um, Thames Match is amazing. First, second of all, I didn't, when I met her, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to meet her so soon. Cause yeah. you know, that time I think essence was now picking up. Right. So I didn't know, I actually didn't know I was going to meet her. I didn't know we we're going to rap. I was like, I like her music. But I mean, if I meet you, I meet you, but it yeah. was so quick. Like, she came to Ghana. We met in Ghana. Okay. So her man, her manager, Wale, was like, came came to the studio, and um, he was with Kim Promise, one of the artists I work with from Ghana. Okay. And, you know, Kim Promise was playing him, his album. And whenever a beat comes on, he's like, who made this? Then Kim Promise would be like, guilty. And then he's like, who made this? Guilty. <laughs> Who made that guilty? It's like, nah, this guy is, is crazy. So he kept, he took my number, and then I think three days later, he was like, I'm, I need to get you in with Thames, man. We need, we, need, we need to do this. And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So from the, first, from the first day we had a session, the vibe was, we clicked immediately. I the, love yeah, it. straight away. Yeah, and... From that, and we, I think, I think like a month later, we just we were in LA. She was like, "I love the session we did. Now I want, I, I want you to come to LA with me. I'm gonna have, I'm just gonna record music. I want, I want you to be there. You know, let's just make music. Uh, you know, 
that's how crazy things and the entire album came about. Oh, that is so incredible. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And you know, and for me, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was uh, sorry. It, it felt it's overwhelming because, you know, Essence blew and she's about to release her music. I was like, I don't know how people are going to react or do anything. But when the, the feedback was positive, I was like, Oh my god! I was, I was so happy because <laughs> you know the tension of having a huge song. You're like, okay, I'm about to produce an entire, almost an entire project. Right. Just yeah. So I felt that tension, that nervousness, but the feedback was good, and I'm, I'm happy. Everyone and look at her; she's going around performing the songs, and everyone's singing it, and it's it's amazing. I mean, people. It really resonates with people. Uh, her music I feel like they love it you know it's like emotional like I was watching people at the show just from Instagram videos and you could feel the emotion and how much people love her music how much she loves music and how it's just flowing through her like she is music Mm -hmm. you know she embodies Mm -hmm. the everything real about it you know you can hear in essence alone there's something in her vocals and the lyrics that just touch you in this way where you can't forget it. It stays inside of your brain. Once it goes in, it never will leave in a way it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I can understand the tension and the nervousness you felt from producing a bunch yeah. of songs after that. People will be looking and judging and going, oh, this isn't as good. Um, the feeling is everyone is like, oh, my God. But, you know, when you, when you let music, when you take your time to listen to the music, you, yeah. it'll, it'll get like people rush. I've, recently, yeah. people rush to like judge songs. You understand? And I feel like just take your time, listen to it, just keep listening. You don't let it grow on you. And I love songs that grow on people. Yeah. Because once it catches you, that's it. It's for life. Yeah. Once you catch that spirit, it's, it's with you for life. I love that. It's so true. Yeah, it is there for life. And and people, you can't judge, you can't let your first uh, thought and judgment be that. It's the same with like food and other things. Like it may seem different and weird at first, and and your Mm -hmm. first reaction is like, no, I don't like it. But if you just leave yourself open a little bit, you might start to like the music after the fifth time you listen to it or like the food if you try it or, you know, different things. So it's the same thing with with music. You can't just scroll through it. And and nowadays, everybody wants everything right away. They want to be famous right away. They want to have the best (laughs) song right away. They want to listen to the album and know every song they like right away. But you have to let it breathe and let it sort of connect with you and then you can slowly yeah. decide what you what you connect with and what you like you know yeah Interesting. me yeah that's so true that's so cool i mean i i love you know your connection with thames and and how the feedback is so positive for you and um, mm-hmm. it must be amazing being in Ghana and seeing her videos of her in Los Angeles and everywhere performing these songs and sold out. I wish I was there. (laughs) I know. I thought you were. I watched your Instagram story and I was like, oh, maybe he's in Los Angeles. I'm going to meet him. (laughs) And they were like, no. My friend sent me the video. I was like, let me just post this. It's it's insane. Oh, so cool. Well, I'm sure you will be, you know, soon enough. Um, 
do you think and so and you're and and you know you're an amazing producer but you're also a dj like i've heard your mixes Mm -hmm. i listened to a bunch of different mixes you've done i had on that mix you did for the todd latee show recently like um uh just in the background you know while i was doing other things and um you know you're you're a great dj you have you know skills as well as the selector you know how to put things together in like a, a good way um do you think that that has any effect on your music production actually is the production that has effect on my dj oh interesting because yeah i have i approach it from a producer's mind that's how i approach my dj right like key like you know obviously the bpm and if i'm gonna do that like, i it's almost to me djing is almost like i'm creating a new song while i'm doing i think maybe for radio mix is different but if i'm on stage or i'm doing my own mix i approach it from it's like i'm building a new track with the set, like two or three different songs yeah Johnson. right i understand yeah, so yeah. my yeah it's from a producer's mindset yeah that makes sense so you sort of like approach your <laughs> songs remixes music production as yeah, okay build, how can i play this in yeah. my dj set and um here's a nice little intro for djs to be able to mix in and the drum break just starts like I hear in like that Georgia Smith song you did and stuff like that. It's very DJ friendly. You know, you, you have that part to mix in and right when I hear it, I'm like, Oh, okay. I can take that. I can loop that part and I can put that over here. Okay. And, And when you say the key, are there certain keys that you like to produce in or you think that work, um, that DJs play that work for crowds better than others? I think for me, when it comes to, let's say, dark sounding music, personally, I choose the key of A. Okay. I feel like I'm able to, let's say, produce pretty much dark sounds in A. But uh, my favorite key is C sharp. But I always transpose. <laughs> yeah, I always transpose because I'm a pianist as well. So I play C sharp, but then I change the key you know it's always good to choose a different key whilst you're producing right because also, and, and there are a lot of songs that have similar keys yes and, and it's good to know okay this big song was in this key okay what if i'm producing but i'll just go maybe a tone upward right yes and so you can have similar vibes when you're a dj and it helps yeah, exactly. And then you can make your sets fit together in a better way. And even yeah. if it's a different key, yeah. you just transpose it up one and they can keep mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. And so, like, you know, okay, if I want to make a dark song, I can start in A, but you're, you can, but mainly when you go into it, you like C sharp and, um, and you've been playing piano. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, so it's, yeah, as you said, C sharp, like that's natural state. If I'm building chords and yeah. all that, I play all of that in C sharp. And then later, when I, I just like, change the key up in the beat. Right. Also, to get that good feeling. Sometimes you'd be used to the same key and like 
you start not liking what you're doing. But once you change it, once the key goes up, you're like, okay, yeah, I like this. Right. Yeah, we do that a lot in production. We change, maybe take it up plus two or plus three. Right. But once you get that good feeling, then yeah, that's it. You're good with it. And is that kind of what you do? Like you'll keep raising up the octaves or the keys until you feel like, oh, this is a good vibe. Like this is a good feeling. Yeah, not all the way to maybe plus seven. I would, that is <laughs> the highest I would go like probably like three. I right. could even go maybe, yeah, plus three or minus three, depending on where, yeah. Right. And stuff from, yeah. What are you producing in? Like what uh, program? Um, I'm pretty much in all three, Ableton, Logic Pro, and Fruity Loops. Oh, but cool. I, Logic, yeah, Logic Pro is my main one. Really? But FL, yeah, I use Fruity Loops for my drums. And, you know, I bring them into Logic. You do melodies in my Logic. And that's it. But Ableton, I use it for my experimental stuff, personal because there's so much you can do with Ableton. So when I'm there, I'm pretty much trying to form a new sound type of thing. Yeah, so. Right. That's yeah. that's cool. Yeah, Ableton is like DJs love Ableton because you can really get yeah. do experimental crazy things, chop it up, yeah. change the speeds and, and keys yeah. and it's so insane. easily. Right. And the and, quality is still like the same. Right. It sounds so good. Just, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But it's good to be able to know all the different things and to use them for their strengths and know what it is, because I don't know Fruity Loops very well, but I have heard from everyone that it's very good to do drums and it's sort of intuitive and and fairly quick to be able to get your drum ideas out. Like what what makes Fruity Loops so good to produce drums on? Because it's pretty much. Click, click. For me, it's just like click, click. I do the click, 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 click. I've got the drum. Yeah. And there's a knob. There's a knob on top of that. That when you switch it, it, it gives you a different bounce. Oh, it like, changes the swing yeah, of it. Changing the, the swing. But in Logic, I have to select and go and choose the, the 116T or something swing. But in FL, with just a knob, you have a different swing right. to the beat. And it's so quick. I know. I love that. Yeah, you can do it in Ableton, but you have to go and select the thing and decide and drag it on the track and then keep clicking the different things. And that's what I used to like when I would produce music in just my sampler, my MPC 2000, because we would just have the swing and you would just take the little knob and twist it up and slowly you start to feel it like, oh, the, and then it would be too much, you know, too, 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 you know, or it would be like yeah. too stiff, like boom, bah, but, or then you would just find that happy medium where it was like, oh, we're floating. Here we go. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just got that extra bounce. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like dying for to live. So I recommend that try it. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, um, okay and then you can just sort of take that then export that drag it into logic or drag it into ableton have your drum track quick right quick okay two buttons it will just bounce because you don't need to loop it for so long you can just loop like up to like 16 bars right and then you have yeah you have the stems you put it in logic ableton boom right 
and then just pop it in. Yeah. And you can chop those parts in Ableton or Logic, whatever you want. Yeah. It's so simple. Wow, that's so cool. I love it. And were you, were you a DJ um, before you were a producer, or did you become a producer first? I was a producer first. Okay. But I've always been interested in DJing. It's like DJing is almost like a dream come true because I literally tell my friends, I'll be watching David Guetta, I'll be watching Deep Blue, and I'll be like, yo, this is where I'm trying to go, guys. I'm trying to be here. Just, I always show my friends, and they're like, you get it, you get it. Like my first country controller my a friend of mine bought for i didn't know he, he saw that i wanted to like get into djing right and then one day i was there he said yo i, I bought you a controller i'm like huh wow and that's how I just yeah he bought for you for free and that's how i i started practicing and practicing practicing went to london my friend manager boy i sat with him he taught me the tricks in all the Serato DJ tricks and like all of that BPS thinking every he just told me everything. I was like, okay. Then I started learning how to use the CDJs. As for that, I, I did it myself. I was just like, I'm gonna get I did everything. I learned I learned to but you know when you understand music and your producer, it's easy to get into that because yeah you don't struggle with knowing timing you don't struggle with knowing when to come in because you're in the, you already have that thing in you where you know what actually know what song to play you know when to mix in a song and you understand so it wasn't difficult for me to really get into the dj and i also had you know i had passion so you have to be passionate about something yeah, all the time. Yeah, so true. No, those are like some of the most important things. Obviously, having the passion for it uh, is yeah. is the genesis, you know, of all of it. But also being a producer and knowing timing, like you said, because I've heard DJs that are just like, okay, boom, I bring it in here. And you're like, no, it's not even, it's the three, like it's not right. And then the crowd stops <laughs> yeah. dancing and they don't know what's happening. And um, so, yeah, yeah you got to know the timing, got to have the passion for it. And you've got, and, and knowing the, the music itself, knowing that, okay, this is the part where it breaks down or this is the part where just the drum break is. And I can bring in the beginning here and, and the crowd, this is the part where they're going to go down. So if I hit them with this, it's a surprise. And then they'll be like, oh, I didn't know they were going to do that. You know, like catching them by surprise. And so I think as a producer, you're already adding those elements into making music. So then bringing it to the live, it's it's so much more fun. And I think having the perspective that you mentioned earlier with um, creating new songs, two, three, four new songs while you're – DJing is just like the next yeah. level of your production. So that's that's a cool way to look at it. Um, and so so how long have you been DJing then? If, if you were on a controller, what was it, like 10 years or so? Oh, no. No, less, less, less. No, less. I've, I've done like, I think since 2017. Oh, okay. So you won't, you've been yeah. DJing like five years or so. Yeah, like yeah, five, five years. That's great. I mean, the and fact that and I've I've been yeah I've I've done a lot. Been at Coachella, DJ at Coachella, 
Amazing. I did a boiler room. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Did you do Coachella yeah. yourself, like as Guilty Beats? I did it with Mr. Easy, but before he came on, I did a little set before he came on as Guilty Beats. Oh, that's and great. Before he came on, yeah, I, I DJed for Mr. Easy as well. What did yeah. you play um, before he came on? What was your set like? It was May House, Afro House music. Oh, cool. Afro House. Yeah, yeah. Just to, yeah, just to keep the energy, you know. I do that. I did it for all all the shows. Like, that. Because we were touring in the U.S. at that time. Right. So for most of the, yeah, most of the shows, I go to, those are, that's the main thing I kind of DJ, Afro House. I do Afro Beats as well, but I love Afro House. I, I mean, my projects and my upcoming projects, all of that, it's around that feeling of yeah. Afro House music. And, yeah. and what is, how do you define Afro House? Um, is it just more up-tempo, faster tempo, or are there other elements that are specific to Afro House? Um, for me, Af- is the, the drums, it's like African drums yeah. with, um, you know, like, uh, let's say pop, it could be pop sounds, it could be soulful sounds, soulful chords, it could be just, you know, just the drums and the bass. Right. And, and like weird sounding tones that make it different. Yeah. That's how I classify Afros, yeah. I love that. I know. I remember being in New York a few years ago and going to, I think it was a party called Dance, 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 and DJ MoMA and um, Ellie Escobar were playing. And probably one of the, some of the first times I've, I've heard that kind of like Afro house, the more upbeat. And it was yeah. just... It was so amazing. I stayed there so late just yeah. listening to it and shazamming. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? What is this? What is this? I got back to my hotel room and I feel like it was five in the morning. Like the sun's coming up and I was finding all the songs I could like on Spotify and Apple and Beat Source, you know, and everything. And I'm like, this is because I had heard Afro beats, but I had not heard. I don't think Afro house. I didn't know what it was as much. And it was some of these yeah. songs, too, were just drum and bass and like a sound just like, ah. I, you know, and I was like, ah, and yeah, I'm like, vocal, this is crazy. Like, yeah. I loved it so much. It would like was instantly I liked it. It was just so universal sounding. And I remember mm-hmm. even coming back to L.A. and DJing and playing. And um, and I think D, it was like at a beat source thing. And I think D. James was there. Do you know D. James? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, okay. And uh, he was like, how do you know about all this music? I'm like, I don't. I'm just learning. <laughs> You know, I'm like, you're the expert. <laughs> um, and I'm still learning about it, but I, I love it, you know, I, and especially to, you know, it's a it's a it's a blessing and honor for me to be able to talk to someone like you that is so ingrained in the culture and knows all about it and, and is making it so I can learn, learn about it. And I can learn how to speak chi at the same time. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. Trust me, you're sorted out. <laughs> um <laughs> That so so that's that's so interesting, you know, the the combination mm-hmm. of the production and the DJing and how one feeds the mm-hmm. other and helps the other and um sort of just inspires you to make things and DJ a certain way and stuff. Um and so so where you are right now in Ghana, in Accra, mm-hmm. what is the DJ scene like out there? Like what is it like 
to be, do you know what it's like to be a working DJ out there? Are there people DJing in restaurants and just like that's their job all the time? Or um, is there big nightclubs? Like, what's it like out there? Yeah, there's there's nightclubs, there's um, Twist, Ace, like there's a lot of them where DJs go there every weekend. Okay. And also weddings. Weddings are like the right. thing. Yeah. That's where DJs Big, huge weddings. Like, yeah, weddings. Uh, weddings. That's where they shine at properly. Really? Outside the club, because the wedding, you, yeah, when you see them, because the club is sometimes it's dark, you don't, yeah, they're just playing the music. But weddings, you actually see them there and they play music, people dance, it goes crazy. But I think with, not with restaurants, you don't really see people like DJing restaurants. It's more like maybe pubs, right. open air. Yeah, there's a place called Bloom Bar where like, it's a bar, but it's an open space kind of clubish bar. It's, it's nice. And DJs, like, DJ over there as well. Oh, cool. What about, like, yeah. sports events? Are there DJs at sports events out there? Well, yeah. If there's, like, a huge match going on. Right. Yeah, we have DJs playing there. But it's only the play when there's an artist. So they sometimes they invite an artist to perform before the match or during halftime or something like that. Right. And, you know, artists come with their DJs, yeah, and DJs perform there. Maybe they do, like, maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes set, and then it, it comes back it comes back on. Interesting. But it's not, like, a huge, huge thing. But a huge thing is weddings. Weddings. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, weddings, funerals. <laughs> really? Yeah, weddings and funerals, and after that, you know, in the clubs. So yeah. is there DJs, yeah. like, at most funerals? Yep, there's DJs that are specifically, because there's songs that are not in the club, uh-huh. but you play them at funerals. And there's songs that are not in the club, but you play them at weddings. And wow. there's songs that are weddings, you don't play them in the club. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different, different. It's crazy. Wow. So when you're playing at weddings, you need to know what you're playing. And when you're playing at the club, you need to know what you're playing at the club. Right, that makes it's sense. It's kind of different, different setting, different feeling of like music. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Is the funeral DJs and songs like dark or like more happy to celebrate um, their life? So yeah, it's it's stages. So there's the slow ones, slow like it could be some some of them. Most of them are gospel, like slow. Yeah. Then after that, they usually have some funerals have like celebration after that, and then the music switches up to the happy, up tempo, like they're happy. You understand? Yeah. yeah. And there's also yeah. something we call floating, where um, a company, if the company has a new product, they have DJs on an open space track oh and then the d is almost like a carnival thing you know i yeah. don't know if you know about not a carnival where the djs are on top of a, a bus and they are djing through the town right so yeah companies do something like that and they hire djs to dj while they are just driving around town showcasing their products oh that's cool that's, that's another yeah 
That's a good idea. I wonder why they don't do that more here. I did that once. Like, I was in Austin, Texas for South by Southwest, and they had me DJ on top of a bus to promote something. We drove around the whole city, and people are like, hey, I'm like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> um, they need to do that. They should do that more in, like, Los Angeles. I wonder why they don't have. I think it's hard. Los Angeles is very spread out, so you'd have to be in, like, one neighborhood or something, like, but it could work. Yeah. It could work. You just find one place and just go through. Like you find West Hollywood, just roll around this area. Just, yeah, and just do it. It's possible. Yeah, that's cool. People are gonna have fun. What about um, like DJing other places um, besides you know your hometown where you live? Is it is it a different vibe DJing in other parts of Africa as well as like other parts of the world that you've been to? Yeah, let's say East of like with Ghana, it's now that they are picking up on the house scene. On the you know, I guess since I'm a piano kid, too, people are now like, Oh, yeah, we love house music. Now I'm like, Okay, I've been playing it before, but people are like, Shaky, but now they love it. But um, when I went to Kenya, oh my days, that's like one of my favorite places I went to. Really, and I really enjoyed. Yeah, like I had time to do like a proper set, do like a a feeling set, like a do like a proper house set where the music was just perfect. And people were actually enjoying what's going on because with here, I think right. West Africa, I say they really like if the song is popular or if the song is. Like, you know, it's more of like a yeah. popular, it has to be a famous song. Right. But in other parts of the world, it's not about the song being famous. It's just, we love the music you're playing, end of. And that's the best thing about, like, you know, DJing for me. Yeah. For me to be able to just play good music for you to enjoy. I don't necessarily have to play a song that you already know. Right. You know, I, can, I should be able to mix in a, a good song and you'll be like, wow, what song is this? You know, for you to shut down and be like, I want this song. Yeah. And also enjoy the moment. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, I mean, right. that that that's why I got into DJing. I wanted to introduce people to new music that I found. Mm-hmm. And also, I would hear DJs play songs that I didn't know and it would excite me so much because... I would want to find it, but also I would just love hearing other things that I don't know, you know, but it is hard. Um, that's what I noticed. There's, you know, certain things DJing in, let's say, Las Vegas or some places in Los Angeles or something. Yes, they want to know, like, they want to know everything and they want to sing the popular song. But sometimes when you okay. go, when you some places in Europe or other places, they can be more open minded. And as a DJ, that's your dream come true because you want yeah. to mix something they do know with something they don't know and introduce them to new music and just set the vibe and not be stuck into one genre. It's so hard as a DJ and I think as a producer mm-hmm. for people to go, yeah. well, what kind of DJ are you? What kind of producer are you? <laughs> and you're like, I like music. I like good music. You know, like, I like everything. (laughs) So, because same with your, like, I've heard you produce um, I'm a Piano. I've heard you produce Afro Beats, Mm -hmm. um, Afro House, um, 
hip hop, just straight trap beats. I yeah. heard on the 2K22, yeah. you have a song yeah. that's just yeah. a trap beat. Yeah. And I can tell from listening to your music that you love everything and you just can do everything and you just want to put your heart and soul and good feeling into music and not have to be like, I make Afro beats. That's it only. You know, people <laughs> might want to stick you into that one hole yeah. or section, but no, there's no... You, I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you that like, most DJs in Ghana, I'll say, I don't, yeah, I, I can say for Ghana, yeah, or probably even maybe Ghana or Nigeria, they are all round DJs. They can DJ hip hop, they can DJ house, they can even DJ country music, <laughs> like they can, <laughs> like they are all because that's how we are brought up. We are brought up to, because we do a lot of research, so we kind of know and kind of love everything and we teach ourselves to be able to mix in different genres but when i started going to london that's when i was like oh okay there's a dj that plays only house there's a dj that plays only hip-hop there's a dj that plays only this and only that and i was like oh like it's not like that where i came from yes right. like, we are we love everything yeah We're exposed to like different Type of music, and that's is better than having being just the one. You know, I so agree. you can be in different space. Yeah, you can yeah. be in different spaces at different times. Yeah, that's my DJing style. You know, people are always like, "What kind of music yeah. do you play?" And I'm like, "Everything, anything. Literally, I can play the most <laughs> big room EDM thing to like a really cool real house music party to old school hip hop to the newest to." indie rock mm -hmm, and everything mm -hmm. you know i love being able to put it together and i and i can find things i like within all the music and i think that's what being a dj is all about and i think it's interesting that yeah. you said uh djs from ghana as well as djs from nigeria because i had dj spin all on the podcast and um we were talking about djing and you know i think people like to give the the um label of open format djing to those kind of DJs, mm -hmm. which is cool, but it sounds very scientific. It's not that fun of a name. <laughs> and um, it sounds like, okay, open format. There we go. It's like very just serious. And I don't like using yeah. that. And when Spin All came on, he had the same description that he plays all kinds of music. He loves to go play yeah. everything. And he said he he calls himself and, and your kind of DJs um, fearless DJs. And I thought that was such yeah. a good way to describe it. You know, instead of open yeah. format, DJs that are fearless because they're willing to take a risk and play this song into that song and mix all the genres together and let people have a good yeah. time rather than, okay, I have to only play house music or I'm only doing country. Or I'm only doing Afro beats because I'm worried nobody won't, you know, people won't know the song. So I, ever since then, I've always said, oh, man, it's such a good way, fearless DJing. And I think that's what yeah. you're speaking of, too, you know, your style of DJing and even same. production. Yep, same. You need to be free, like, even in production. Yeah. You need to be, you need to express yourself. Like, don't, don't get yourself stuck in one place. Because one, one thing I know that I think my dad told me, he was like, change is constant. Yeah. The only thing that is constant in, in this world is change. It's so true. So if you don't adapt, if you don't challenge yourself, you're, you're, you're going to get stuck and you're not going to grow. You're, gonna, you're not going to evolve. You're just going to be 
one place. That's so true. That's why I roll. Yeah, you're right. No, it's the one thing that keeps going. You can try to stay the same as much as you want, but your body won't let you. Things won't let you. Time won't let you. It's going to change whether you let it or not. You can try to remain the same, but if you become one with the change and and flow with the change, then you'll be happier and you'll learn more Mm -hmm. and you'll keep growing and become smarter and ha- and remain happy rather than try to stick into one thing forever. So that is really good advice. Yep. Um, is your dad from music? Does your family come from music at all? No, not actually. But because I, I always used to ask myself, wait, my dad does not sing, but he loves music. Yeah, I guess that's where it's from. Yeah, he loves music. Uh, yeah. He actually introduced me to jazz music. I was listening to George Benson a lot. Wow, growing up because he bought he bought me that Walkman with a cassette. Okay, and he had a lot of like George Benson, Barry White, Al Green, and all that. So I used to listen to George Benson in particular. I remember because I used to listen to him a lot, and he loves music. So I guess I'm thinking that's where my music love comes from yeah but my mom does does not sing but i have cousins that sing and i was like okay maybe that's where it's from <laughs> i was thinking like, yeah because i have cousins that really sing like they sing well and I was like, okay i understand that yeah it's somewhere it's it yeah. came from somewhere it's just in there yeah. spiritually <laughs> it got inside of you somehow that george yeah. benson the george benson cassette um <laughs> you really like made me want to get into music yeah that's yeah that actually what motivated me i was like i want to make because it was really just instrumentals there was really no vocals in like jazz music right some of his songs and that's like yeah i want to i want to make instrumentals basically Oh, okay. That's so cool. And jazz doesn't have that many rules, too. It can be very open as well, and it can sound like many different genres together. So, And the instrumental thing as well. I had the same thing. My dad used to play jazz all the time, and I I didn't know till later. That probably made me more attracted to hip-hop and the instrumentals and beats and same like i needed every 12 inch i wanted every instrumental i wanted to hear how dj premiere and how these people made the instrumentals and just listen to those and then i got into scratching too so i'd put on instrumentals and just be scratching and there is some connection to it you know and how jazz can have these long drawn out uh you know songs there's no time constraints um so yeah that's true and it's, it's even the same in house. After house, yeah. you could go like six minutes, seven minutes, because you are building the whole thing. And it's like a journey. That's how I see it. Yes, it's like a journey. Music, yeah, that's it's true. A musical journey. You're right. A jazz song is a musical journey, and house music takes you on a musical journey. And and and, and house music, you have to be patient and feel it and it's the same thing you talked Mm -hmm. about in the beginning of the podcast with listening to music you want everything right away and that's where people want the pop music and they want to sing like i don't care okay boom i'm singing every song (laughs) but if you can just listen and relax and let your body feel the music it'll start the same song can evolve over a few minutes and make you feel differently Mm -hmm. and and give you a different experience so i think that plays into 
house music, Afro house, and and DJing and all that stuff. Yeah. And when when you started, um, I read something in your bio that you started producing on like a Sony Ericsson phone on like a music DJ app, like a little phone. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah. So that wasn't even my phone. It was my friend's phone in school. I was like, wow. I was like 13. Amazing. At that time. Yeah. So he, he had this phone. He, you know, he was one of the rich kids. That could bring phone to school, right? Know. Yeah, we, we were not trying to bring phone to school, so he brought the phone, and I was like, "Cause we're all like, wow, Sony Ericsson, let's check it out. Like, we want to see what's on the phone and everything." And then I found out the um, the application. It's called uh, Music DJ. Okay, that's that's when I I saw loops. It has loops that you can put together and you can make a B out of it. And I was like, oh my God, I need this phone. <laughs> but I never, <laughs> I never got, but I, I spent so much time with the phone trying to figure out doing different, like, because there's different loops, you can join to like different, different, different things and make a different type of B with it. Yeah. And some of my friends were doing freestyles with it. And I, it was fun times, man. Because you know when you find something new, yeah, and it's exciting. Yeah, it keeps you going. I was like, oh, I know. My love for music just kept growing from there. And it's just so fun. I know what you mean. Like even my son, we went to New York a long time ago. And we found this little box. We were in a museum, and it was like a sampler, and it could just record a piece of your voice and then make it go high pitch and low pitch. And just wow. watching him be like six years old and and realize, wait, what's happening? I saw it like clicking in his brain, and then we he couldn't stop playing with it. You know, he's like, burr, 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 you know, but it's the same kind of thing. It's just so much fun for some reason, and it just keeps your interest in music and and manipulating and changing sounds. You know, grows mm-hmm. grows through it, and that's so crazy. I wonder. You should get a Sony Ericsson phone now that you're like a big producer and incorporate it in your music. <laughs> record be, it into Fruity Loops. You know, I'll do that. That would be cool. I'll actually do that. You could sample it in Ableton. <laughs> yeah, directly straight and then make it. Mm, yeah, either that's an idea. into the microphone that. or just directly like the aux cord and then sample the sounds and then you can mess with them in Ableton. It could be like your whole life coming back full circle. My- <laughs> uh, thanks, bro. So I'm gonna do that. I'm that would be cool. You hear from me? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Um, and um, and so uh, you know, we we spoke about your introduction to music, like through your dad, and you know, the the phone and the different ways you know you started to learn, um, and through your music production, um, you've done a lot now. I mean, you've produced. Just that playlist on uh, that I found of yours with all the songs you're associated with and produced or part of. I mean, there's like it's seventy something songs on there, right? Eighty songs. Yeah, it's a lot. Probably. You're working. You're working. And there's hard. more coming. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's so much music. I can't even. Yeah, it's a lot. I can't even say all of them. So are you working every day? Are you just in the studio or at home as much as possible working no. on music? No. I'm home. Yeah, I'm home. I'm okay. home. Like, 
Um, yeah, there was a time when I was making beats every day, every day. I was like, yeah, I need to do something because there was discipline. Right. Me. I was like, okay, today I'm awake. Okay. All right. I'm not doing anything. Let's, let's make something. Yeah. I just create, 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 create. But these days I've been feeling like I hear, I kind of hear it in my mind. Then I translate it. I hear it in my mind. Then I translate it. Yeah. That, that's what I've been doing now. Okay. It's it's every day, but it's not like do the full beat. It's like okay, at least put down what you hear in your head, you know, so yeah. that you don't forget it. And right. I also do like voice notes. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I sample it, record it, airdrop it to my laptop, and make it be around the voice note. Right. Yeah, but it's pretty much an everyday thing. Yeah, it may not be hundred beats. It used to be ten, twenty beats a day, like every day, just making. Even if it's not good, yeah, I just like doing it. Right. But now it's it's yeah. Right now it's more. In the two, three, you know, like yo, don't stress your brain. Come back another day. Come and listen to them. Show you the yeah. That's, right. That's yeah. Do you have any songs that you've made out of the so many you've done that you're the most proud of or that you love listening to or that have a special place in your heart? Yes. It's avoid things, terms. And the reason why I say avoid things, terms, because of the mindset with which I approached the beat. Okay. I was going for Bossa Nova. Oh, okay. So I was going for, yeah, I was going for Bossa Nova, but also I was going for reggae. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's very, yeah, I was, it's very interesting to me. That particular beat is very interesting to me because I was really, you can literally put a bossa nova drum loop underneath and it'll work. Right. Wow. That's so cool. So th- that was, yeah, that was what I was going for. And I don't know, I kind of found the bridge in between with the bass line. And because it makes you feel like you're listening to Ricky, but you're not listening to it. Like, yeah. Ricky. It gives you the bounce yeah, and yeah. the rolling feeling <laughs> and the like feel good <laughs> and flowing. But then it, but that's what Bossa Nova has too. They both have that rolling kind of thing. And you understand. And they're like cousins of music, and then you put them together. <laughs> that's for me, it's not because it's recent, but for me, I felt like, yo, to be able to achieve that middle ground between yeah. Reggae and Bossa Nova is. Right. Is, is, is You're like a and I, I, scientist. <laughs> you like made the <laughs> in the lab. <laughs> my friend, one of my friends called me that he calls me the scientist. It's like, see, how are you able to take this and like, okay, you mix them together and make a song out of it. It's, it's true. You are. You're like a scientist, and you have like a vision, like a special <laughs> extra, you know, vision you can see through and know how to put it together. It's like people that can do a Rubik's cube really fast. And you're like, how do you do that? Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm taking Bossa Nova, put it with reggae, have an amazing singer. <laughs> like, who would think? Who would think about that? Yeah, so who would think? Hey, pick this and pick and put it together. Yeah. Instead that's amazing and that's why everybody is special and everybody's own has their own vision towards music nobody will hear things 
how you hear things. And that applies to everyone sure. in the world. And that's why every producer and sure. DJ and musician is different because we all hear things different. And then we all get to make things out of nothing, which is amazing too. You know, there was nothing there and then you just create it. You create it, yeah. Everyone's special. I feel like everyone is different. Yeah. Every single person is different. I you agree. can never sound like someone else. It no. will never work. You can try, but it will you never. Can, you'll you never, try. and you'll you, never you, find the magic. Say, yeah, the magic with, with like how they created that. You, you can't. You can't. It's hard. You you try. You try because when I was learning like beat making, yeah, I was remaking, trying to remake songs. You know, <clears throat> right. So I was remaking. I tried to remake um, Kanye West and Carrie Hilson. Okay. All falls down. I tried to remake. Oh no, yeah, the other one. one of the mix. Yeah. Yeah. Love, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to remake that, and so, yeah, I know I can't make the same thing, but I you know, got the feeling of it. Right. Yeah, so I tried, and that's how I kind of trained my ear to choose the right tones, and that will match the drums that you're making. Some, yeah, some that's some of the things that producers struggle with. They don't know what they make the drums. They don't know what to, what kind of tones, sounds to pick for it to match with the drums for it to make a good beat. In sense, and yeah, I, that's how I kind of train my ears. It takes a long time to to learn that and to mm-hmm. hear that. It's very subtle, and I think that the people, the music fans, or the people listening, they don't even realize why they like or something or don't like it but the it's up to the producer to know the little subtleties and be able to match the drum sounds and mm-hmm. and with the right key of the song um to give that give them that feeling that they don't even know why they have yeah. the feeling yeah 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 and, and as a producer coming up it's normal to imitate the people you're fans of to learn you know and then yeah. go into your own sound mm-hmm. But it's good to do that because it it trains you. Yeah, it, it trains you to you learn how to choose sounds, like correct sounding. You, like if you're going through a ministry, if you're going through or any other like plugin, you know you know that okay, this sound works or right. that sound doesn't work. Or if I change the sound a little bit, it will, it will work with these drums. You understand? Yeah, I understand. That's that's true. And is that uh, one of your main uh, plugins that you use, Omnisphere? Yeah, that's one of them. I recently, I'm, I'm probably late, but I recently got um, Analog Love. Oh, what is it? And analog, what is it? Analog Analog Lab Five. Okay, Analog Lab Five. No, yeah. I don't. I don't even know. So I need to check it out. <laughs> Oh yeah, check it out. It's, it's pretty cool. I got the. I think I use contact as well. Yeah, contact. I is use contact. Yeah, yeah. I use contacts. So. Those are my main two ones. But there's you know there's there's other ones. Icaros from Tone too. This is I pick sounds from there. So what I do is I pick sounds, bounce them as wave. Okay. So that I can have more con- control over how I want it to sound. Because sometimes I like to mess up the sound pretty yeah. much. <laughs> right. Tweak it, yeah, change it. 
So I can have like a weird thing going on in the back. And then once you put cuts on it, you're just like, oh, it sounds nice. Right. So you have some, I always need to have a weird sounding thing going on in the back. And when you put cuts on it, it just, it's just beautiful. I love that. Yeah, there's something about you have this abstract sound that isn't isn't even a musical (laughs) instrument, but it starts to get stuck in the song and stuck in your brain. And then you bring in the the beautiful chords Mm. just to make people feel that feeling or get the goosebumps, you know, but then keep the abstract (laughs) sound with like the dancing and the weird fun thing. And that's so cool. It's something you don't think about, you know, when you're listening to music, but to hear it from the producer explaining it is, is cool to think about. And so, like, uh, like for example, that Georgia Smith song that you did, um, mm-hmm. that song seems to have gone viral. Like, was that Mad viral? Crazy, right? Like, did you have a plan to try to make it go viral with a dance challenge, or did that just happen organically? People just started putting it on and doing those dances. People were just people just people just they just went with the, with the song because it amazing. was a surprise for them. Yeah. Yeah, it was a surprise. They were they were not expecting Georgia to be on that type of sound. Right. And that type of sound is not fully I'm a piano. Okay. It's like a bridge between I'm a piano because I'm a piano is not full Afro house. Right. I'm a piano is like a different sound on its own. It's like it's a, it's a different thing. Yeah. So what I did was I merged Afro House drums mm-hmm. and elements of my piano. So where the bass comes in, yeah, is a, yeah where the bass comes in. That's that's the my piano element, and there's an also a lead tone that goes. That's also an my piano element, right? And and the chords. Uh, the chords are like orchestral strings. They are mainly classical kind of chords, like very simple chords. Because I needed it to fit with George's vocals. But yeah, that was me. Just that's the behind the scenes of when I was making it. What I was thinking about. It's like, how can I match these two together? And I put it together. And I kind of confused the world. <laughs> Everyone's like, we don't know where to put this. We love it, but what is this? Like, this right. is my piano. Like, <laughs> did you get did you get <laughs> any like um people upset like from the ama piano yeah. world? People were like, yeah, they're like, this is not my piano. I'm like, uh, I wasn't trying to make it my piano. I'm just doing my thing. Yes, right. and some people are like, we love the song, but it's not my piano. I'm, I'm not saying it's on my piano though. <laughs> right, you're the one <laughs> saying like, it. It's, it's, <laughs> not me. it's like, yeah, you're the one saying it. Like, I'm making my Afro House Deep House like mixture. You know, the feeling is, is between Deep House and all of that. Yeah, put together, it's like a whole. And that's when I it made me think that I was like, sometimes you know when you, when you think deep about stuff, like, I realize that people. It's hard for people to grasp. It's either I'm ahead or people are just like not where I am mentally or how I think is probably too ahead of time or 
Sometimes people, I think people really like the simple things. It's simple, but at the same time, because they didn't understand it. Yeah. Like, where is this guy? I like to experiment, but you know, sometimes people don't get it. You know, like, All right. I'll, I'll keep doing what I'm doing because I'll always, always experiment. I'll, 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 I'll do everything. Yeah. I love, I love that. No, you should. I and love it, that. it comes out in your music. You know, it's like we were saying, you got that, you're the yeah. scientist, <laughs> it, but it's the way that you're fusing everything together and you're, you're taking yeah. your current influences and your past influences yeah. and your, your present feeling and you're putting it all into one song and, and people get frustrated some people, um, yeah, like, you know, because, because they go, they understand no, it. I don't know. You know, like I'm eating a donut, but it has salt on it. Like, you know, they're confused. Like they're like, it's supposed to be sugar. You know, they, they can't and handle that's like the problem. Or, or if they hear a rap person do a rock song and they go, that's fake. It's like, it's not fake. That's what they want to make oh, creatively. To, they're allowed to do to that. Do. <laughs> yeah. So like, why do we feel the need to, um, yeah, well, classify like okay, yeah, this keep is you this. in a box. Oh, this is, why do we feel they need to do that? We don't have like music is freedom, right? This time we actually have the freedom to do anything you want to do. But I think people just like to classify that this is this. Okay, this has to be this, or this has to be that. It, it really doesn't have to be like that. I know it, it's hard. There's I guess that's how genres came about because they yeah. classified everything, right? And it's getting harder for all these award shows because music is is growing and it's becoming more experimental. It's becoming more like joining reggae with hip hop, doing this with that, and you're like, where do we put this? Because it's a good song, but you know they'll be struggling to put it into like different spaces, right? Right, and they're all coming together. It's the global, like, it's this global thing where we're all closer together with the internet, with streaming now, with these podcasts, with Mm -hmm. everything. So we're all going to get more Mm -hmm. influences from each other, whether it's from music or food or the way we act or whatever it is. And so people, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, they get stuck in the one thing. But as a DJ even now... I can go to Las Vegas and literally I was there Saturday and I played um, every kind of music ever, you know, and I'm mixing Latin music. (laughs) I'm mixing music from Colombia with music from Nigeria with music from, you know, all over and it mixes good and and I'm playing Afro beat. I'm playing, I'm playing Afro B an Afro B song into a J Balvin song into, you know, and, and I'm as a DJ realizing, okay, yes, I know that dance hall is not Afro beats and Afro beats is not reggaeton and reggaeton is not this and that, but I can find a way as a DJ to put them together and the drum breaks and make it work and make the crowd ha- still have fun. And someone can be singing a song in Spanish and then singing a song in Korean and then singing. <laughs> it's all the languages. You don't even know what you're hearing yeah. anymore. It's all over the place. So I think it's cool. It's just that people are scared of, well, it's like you said, they're scared of change. Change yeah. is the only constant yeah. thing, but people, human yeah. beings, are are against it in a way they're scared of it or it it 
it scares them, I guess, or like they like yeah, to know. When you, when they you feel don't comfortable. It brings kids. Yeah, mm. like they feel comfortable hearing the song they know because then they can look cool singing the words. And when they hear something <laughs> they don't know, they don't know what to do or how to dance or where to put their hands or something, you know. And so they're like, no, I don't like this. When it's really just like open yourself up. You might like everything. We can all be together. We yeah. can all be friends. We can all listen to different kinds of music and teach each other and try things. And I think, you know, that's yeah. that's the mindset that that – that as DJs and producers, I think we're trying to bring to everybody and bring everyone together. And I see things going. It's cool. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's become, the world is becoming smaller. So yeah, we need to embrace, embrace what's happening. Yeah. And even with like the, the viral things, like your song going viral and people dancing on TikTok and Instagram and everywhere and they're all over the world. I saw you just posting some videos and there's little girls and older people and everybody. You yeah. Know? It's amazing. Really little girl. I'm like, oh, you your mom gave you the phone. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I know. Man, we've we've talked about so much so much stuff. Um and I feel like there's so <laughs> many other things. I don't want to keep you too long. Um <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But what about um do you want to speak a little bit more about WizKid and working with WizKid um, and also mm -hmm. maybe what what his song, what or, or, you know, what essence means for African music and his music as a whole and, and speak to that thing of global music and all of us coming together and a song like Essence now being a huge song in America and everywhere. And like like I saying, I'm in. I'm in Las Vegas. I play it, you know, and then I play a house remix of it and people are dancing and that's incredible to, for me to see, you know, be able to bring it to that. Um, so, yeah, do you want to speak on WizKid and Essence and what that means yeah. for African music as a whole? Yeah. WizKid has been, like, in distance, like, ever since we had a WizKid in 2010. Yeah. He's been back to back to back for over 10 years like literally there hasn't been a break where we feel like oh Whiskey is kind of like falling off it's <laughs> like he's never gonna he's, no he's not going to fall off Amazing. at any point yeah he he could literally go a whole year not release music and people be dying to hear his voice wow Jettison. yeah yeah he no legendary he could do a whole yeah he could do a whole show no opening acts nothing just him if he's gonna do from 2010 to now he could do i don't know five hours he could probably do a whole day <laughs> yes yeah, and a whole day or just him performing all the songs so yeah and essence it went platinum recently yeah it, yeah it went on and this is so good because like this is the time like now people need to be really I, I feel like people need to now just put your songs out because now the attention is really shifting to like the Afrobeats now it's like now it's serious first you know we had the Davido Afrobeat but it used to be one song then it will hit then it will disappear then another song then it will hit but now for the first Afrobeat song to go platinum, it means that the the gateway is 
open now. Yes. Fully. I agree. Yeah. Fully. And and there should be more collaborations. That's why I, I feel like there should be more collaborations within the African space. We should see more Risked featuring, if you see more Terrence featuring, if you see more David Doe, everybody at Denkula Gold, Kim Promise, Kiddy, we should see everybody collaborating with themselves. Yeah. And that's how we'll push because it can't it can be just one person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone needs to, we need to do this together. And that's how we can infiltrate the world properly. It's you know true. It's so true. You can, I think yeah. collaboration is the key to all of it and collaborating with each other and making it stronger. Like you're creating this big Voltron, you know, big thing, everybody together yeah. coming out and making the strongest possible unbeatable force coming out of Africa, as well as then collaborating with American, Korean, all the different yeah. cultures, you yeah. know, Latin cultures yeah. and, and showing how, how universal the music is and how, it's here yeah. to stay and it's it's not going yeah. away and it's not just a fad and it's not just like oh there's one big afro b song okay it's fading away oh there's one big tem song okay there's one big whiz kid yes. you want to keep it yeah. it's there forever keep now yeah yeah and i'm happy that the world is not open to yeah. the sound i agree yeah america especially because i think london and europe they were tuned in from time like right. people, people love it America, because they really love hip hop, it's like they don't really allow certain genres to come in because they're like, yeah. But now I see, I see that they're loving it, and I'm like, bro, this, 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 this is the time. Like, yeah, people are out there doing shows. I've, I've been seeing that a lot of artists, like from Africa, like Nigeria, West Africa, they're just out there you know pushing they're yeah. doing shows being on show they're, they're out no there. and they're selling and I out i mean like tem's show is huge yeah. like rema was here a couple of days ago huge yeah. show everybody's like are you going are you going it's like there's a buzz here about it you know and we're all yeah. the way out here so yeah. i agree I, and I, even djing like like i um you know let's say two three years ago probably 2019 i'd be playing um spots in la let's say like the highlight room or somewhere where i would do a longer set rather than just doing my uh two hour kind of headline set i would do a four hour set and be able to play what i want for the first two hours and i would play afro beats afro house like stuff like that and you would see people kind of like look over and be like oh okay and then they would start dancing and they'd be into it and and like you said i could tell it was People are open to it here, and they and they would come up to me. How do you know this? Or, or do you have this song? Or you know, and then slowly mm-hmm. it started. And that was a couple of years ago. And I think that it's it yeah. takes a while. You know, you have to you have to push forward, but also be patient and and be consistent with it. Just yeah. keep it coming. The way yeah. that you you're a perfect example of it. You just keep coming with the music, even if you're ahead of the game. Like you're making Afrobeat songs with Beyonce. I mean. <laughs> how much bigger can you get than that number one but also how much more ahead of the game you're doing that years ago yeah. you know and we're talking about yeah. it bubbling yeah. up now so you yeah. were already doing that and we've been saying how you are very forward thinking but that's um mm-hmm. 
you have to just keep doing it, you know, and to be able to do things like that. I mean, what was that like? Like working yeah. with Beyonce and getting to have songs on the Lion is, King soundtrack. I mean, that must is, have blown your is, mind. Mind blown. And also, <laughs> amazing. Like, I, got, I got invited for dinner. Like, I think it went beyond the music. Right. Because now, yeah, she was like really, she, like, you know, I was getting close to her and Jay-Z, the family. Wow. You know, had been, yeah. She recently sent me some flowers because I, I wished her a happy birthday and she sent me flowers. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. In London. Yeah, I was in London. I just, hey, Beyonce. I was like, what? You understand? <laughs> You're like, yeah, no problem. Just yeah, Beyonce she's... sending me some flowers. It's cool. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. She's so lovely. <laughs> Wow, she's so she's she's so lovely, man. She, working with her, I learned a lot about hard work and paying attention to detail. Yeah, I already do that, but hers is like super, super, super detail. Yeah, she's she's really hands on when it comes to the the production side and all that. Really, because you know, artists just leave. Yeah, they just leave. They just come. Right. Oh, and just, just, yeah, but she will sit down and change things the way she wants to hear it. Yeah. Crazy. So, were you yeah. in the studio yeah. with her doing that? I was, I was in the studio with her once. Yeah. Okay. I was in, in LA. Yeah. The last time, that was yeah, 2019 when I came here. Yeah, I, I was in the studio with her once doing that. Crazy. And, and so, then, she's like then, going yeah. in, like, we should take the drums out of this part or we should add yeah. this bass. Yeah. Or, Changes, change that. Oh, I like this clap here instead of here. Like, wow, all of that stuff. Yeah, that's amazing to hear her attention to detail and how hands on she is with everything, and mm-hmm. and it shows mm-hmm. why she is where she is. You know, and same with Jay Z. I mean, I think they they yeah. both have that attention to detail and and knowing what they want and and making sure they get it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That's amazing. That wow. was amazing. That was that's that's a moment in my life like I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's only the beginning. I mean, that was that was just two years ago, and then now you've been through. Yeah, a pan- I know. You've been through a pandemic. So can you imagine what's happening? <laughs> like you're still on this launch, the- even though you've done so much, you're still on this launching pad, and I feel like everything you do is a crazy next stepping stone and and like the song with georgia and just all the the tem stuff and oh my god i feel like your your world like is just this i don't know you have these things orbiting around you and it's just gonna get bigger and better and um yeah man like i needed to be bigger and better (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah i just have to keep working hard so just let the universe do its work yeah, because you know, when you put in the work, everything just comes back to you. It's so true, because... man. I think people forget that. And I think, you know, what? you posted something on your Instagram like very recently. And it was um, a little video of Jay-Z. We were just talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce. And we were talking about hard work. Mm-hmm. And that is the exact quote. You know, he yeah. said people want to emulate the end result, but not the, the process process is insane and the process you never see 
is the most important, right? You would never have the end result without the process. You can emulate the end result you all you want. You can buy the Rolex or you can act like you're the king or whatever, but without that process, you would never have gotten there without that hard work. And the reason why all of the things we're talking about and all of the accomplishments, they all come from putting in the hard work, doing those 20 beats in the day and 19 of them being horrible and throwing them in the trash and one of them being good and all of it, you know, and just learning and experimenting. And, and, um, so yeah, do you want to speak on that a little bit? Like people trying to emulate the end result, but, but not wanting to do the work or, or yeah, be the process because they don't, they don't take time to study how this person got to where he was. Right. That's an, they don't watch interviews to learn about the person. Because when you're watching interviews, in interviews, people speak about how they got to where they are. Yes. yes and, and people don't research on their lives. They don't read on how they started, whether they, 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 like they had like parents or like their struggles. Yes, and they only see that this person is here and they think, Oh, this this way it is okay. This way I want to be. I'm I'm gonna start dressing like yeah. him. I'm gonna start buying wristwatches, buying chains because I need to look like that for people to re- either respect me or take me serious, which is not the case. Yeah, you understand? People spend so much money on looks, and they they end up going broke because they're looking at how a rapper looks like now instead of going back to look at them before they were not wearing the big chains before yeah so that true. time they were putting in the work jonathan so I, I i believe that people should what that's why there's documentaries on like people right yes and because the purpose of that is for you to see that they didn't just wake up one day and, like became who they are now, there's a whole life like it took it takes people ten years. Like me, it took me nine years to get like a full breakthrough. Yes, I started when I was twenty, nineteen. Right. That's when I went into the into the studio properly. Right. And I was recording, I was engineering, I was learning how to engineer, make songs. I was recording artists, I was pro- producing beats that some of them never came out. They were, it's almost like they were using me for practice. Yeah. Like, okay, let's, yeah, let me just jump. Because well, sometimes they do that, like they sing on my beat, and then they'll take it to another producer, and the producer will reproduce the beat. Oh, and really? then they put out this. Yeah, back then they, they did that to me so many times. Wow. Because I was, I was new and. They're like, uh, I can't like take I can't take a beat from this now. I want to take it to a bigger producer for yeah. him to make it and then just that. and people obviously people did see all of that. Just and they people don't I even though I've said it in interviews, people there's people that just don't go out there to research and that's what Jay Z meant by the emulate the end results. Yeah. 
It's so true. Like they, they, yeah. it's hard because we live in this Instagram culture and fast culture. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the people that want the songs that they know right away. Boom, boom, boom. Like it, it all comes from the same place. And so with Instagram and these other things they see and they go, Oh, uh, that should be me. I, I should do that. Or I'm, I'm just like that. That's, that's, I can mm-hmm. do that, you know, but they don't know the long, long process. Like you said, I don't, I didn't get like a good gig or, a, or I wasn't able to make enough money to, to support myself and be a full-time DJ for 10 years. Like you said, so wow. people say, Oh, you know, where, like, do you have any advice or what should I do? It's like, okay. Go in there for 10 years and work on that. Then come back here. <laughs> and they're like, no, I don't want to hear that. And you're like, well, that's what I did. You know what I mean? Like I went into a room for 10 years and like, and just like you're saying. So that's part of the process, yeah. whether you like it or not. You know, me, when, when uh, the guy that employed me first right at, in the studio, when he told me that it, sometimes it takes people five years, sometimes it takes people 10 years to get to work. I couldn't believe it. No. I was like, 10 years? I was like, people are in the music for 10 years before they actually get to where they need to get to. I couldn't. I was like, oh my God. Right. <laughs> I was like, what if that's my life? It looks. I was like, but you don't realize when you get there, you're like, wow, it really took me that long. But yeah. you don't, when you're in the process, in the, in the moment you're grinding, you don't realize that the years are just going. You just see, Little progress, little progress, little progress. Yeah. But you don't realize that when you get to the top, you're like, well, okay, so it's been nine years now. Crazy. You just look back and you're like, wow, nine years. I know. It's weird. When I was told that it's going to be a year. Yeah, it goes by fast and also very slow at the same time. It's like together. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's the truth, though. It's the truth. You got to put in the work. Um, you really gotta. And do you have any tips on like kind of trying to keep your body or mind healthy through those processes? Or now that you're successful doing things, like do you have any things you do? Yeah, I think I, I've been like just I go to the gym. Okay. Do a little treadmill. Um, you know, I I, I play like some very super calm sounds it's like almost yeah. like there's 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 no instrument it's just mm, so I, I can stay calm like mentally so that i don't let but sometimes there's a lot going on this one's pulling here this one like i need this mix oh please just give me that and it gets too much so what i do is i just like sit in silence and i just listen to that meditate yeah. Just so I can keep my body. I also, I, I've been drinking detox teas and okay. all that just to, you know, keep your system clean. Because, you know, sometimes you're in the studio late and you're like, you're hungry, you're eating like a lot of junk food. You're like, you need something to I know. cleanse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cleanse, cleanse your system. Yeah. Yeah. But true. I think um, meditation, rest. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, it was, to be honest, I didn't, I'm a workaholic. I know, me too, it's so hard to go to sleep. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 
but I didn't realize that rest was so good. I was like, wow, rest is actually a good thing. Like, I know. It helps you recharge. You recharge and you come back. And you become fresh. Because yeah. I was always on the move, doing something, like always doing something. Just recently, I came to realize that rest is really good. Yeah. Yeah. that's true and even those sounds like you said i found um you know quest love uh from the roots like uh i saw he has yeah. a playlist that he put out called i think it was meditation sounds and it was like that it's these <laughs> long sounds of just like a droning sound and yeah. putting it on and yeah. i was yeah. i was putting it on i'm like oh it's kind of you know nice just to listen to or i like just being in silence too sometimes or meditating i love it yeah, it helps. I love it. You I don't actually realize. love silence a lot. Like, I could just sit down, quiet, just just sitting down, and that's sometimes that's how I get my ideas. Because, right. Yeah, there's no distraction. I just like I know people say they can't do that because they they're like, oh, my thoughts don't allow me to do that. Right. But yeah, meditation kind of reduces the the, the thoughts. You know. Right. It lets the thoughts spread out and and be there with you rather than you're fighting them like, go away. I don't want to think this or I have this. It's taking over. It lets you just sort of like open things up and then the thoughts can they're going to be there no matter what. But you can they'll be relaxed and they come and then it can just be a more open environment and then your brain can deal with it better and it doesn't feel so like stressful. That's true. Amazing. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, well, so what about Thank like what's uh, what's coming up? Um, and do you have any like future goals or big ideas uh, that you're working on? Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm working on my next project from the first one I released last year. So the first EP, to, your, your EP, the first EP. I'm trying to do a new one. I'm almost almost done with it. Nice. Because right now I'm, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to take the sound a bit higher than the previous one. Right. So it's taking me a long time. But um, yeah, because I always go back, you know how it is, like, you always go back to the projects and like, yeah, I need to change this. Right. Change it. Yeah, because the feeling needs to be so. That's what I'm working on. Hopefully coming out early next year. Nice. But I've got more productions in the back as well that's coming out pretty soon. Great. That's so cool. And yeah. will you be uh will you be touring and doing shows anytime soon? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna start from this year. So once the project comes out, I'm starting East Africa, South Africa, West, then I'll do Europe and America. Nice, America. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. definitely uh, let us know when you come to Los Angeles or somewhere on the West Coast. We'll come support yeah. and be there. Yes, and um, yeah. yeah, do you have any other um, final words for the audience or any thoughts you want to you want to leave everybody with? Yeah, um, I just want to say anyone that's coming up producing djing i believe in consistency okay yeah yeah i really believe in consistency i believe that if you keep doing it every day you're you're gonna get 
And also, manifestations are real. Like, learn to say positive things in your life. Like, manifest things in your life. Because when I, you know, I told you before, I was showing my friends that I want to DJ. I want to. Yeah. I was really, I was even looking at Coachella like you. I want to go to Coachella. When I got to Coachella, I was like, I can't believe I saw this on YouTube and I'm actually here now. Like, it's amazing. Yes, I was really, yeah. So I feel like there's words are powerful. Yeah. So, yeah, learn to speak positivity into your life and watch it unfold. That's amazing. Those are great. That's so mm-hmm. great. Yeah, be and be nice to yourself. The 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 positive words yeah. mean a lot and the negative words mean a lot. So if you're very negative, that you'll manifest that as well. Yeah. So it's hard because yeah, like people might see you as are, are you delusional? Like you're not in touch with reality. Right. You not see what's going on around you. Why are you still saying it's gonna be good, it's gonna be well? But don't let that negativity affect you. The moment you tune into the negativity, you see that everything will be crumbling for you. But once you stay positive, even through the madness, let I don't care if people think that you're crazy. I believe that just keep being positive throughout the whole your whole process. And you see, life will just switch up. Yes. Yes, that's the truth. Keep the positivity yeah. going, especially during this crazy time <laughs> that we're living through. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah make sure to yeah. help each other out, collaborate, all that stuff. Um, yeah. I feel like we, yeah. you, you know, you left us with so many amazing lessons and so much good insight. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you, too, for having me. Of course. And uh, hopefully we'll connect in person, like I said, when you when you come here. And or if I go there, I'll have to learn some more words in chi so I can talk to people. <laughs> but wait, how do you yep, say thank I you again? You. I gotta remember. Medasi. Medasi. Okay. Medasi. Yeah. Guilty beats. Appreciate oh, it. Medasi. All right. And, uh, <laughs> all right. See you soon. All right. See you soon, bro. Peace. Peace. All right, another episode in the books that was incredible, you know, all the way from L.A. to Accra, from the U.S. to Ghana. That was such an amazing connection, and it was so great to be able to talk to Guilty Beats and get some more insight into his personality, his process, his journey, and everything that he's gone through to get here. Um, So incredible, and I can't wait to see where he's going. I mean, the music is just unbelievable. So uh, thank you to Guilty Beats for coming on the show. Thank you guys. Make sure uh, to rate and review this podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Help us grow and go up the charts. If you want to watch the interview, we're on YouTube. You want to listen, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're everywhere. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Spread the word. The 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. See you next week. That was the 20 with DJ Spider.